Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in health IT, Epic applies for QHIN status under TAFCA, and we're going to talk about that this morning. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Tausite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. All right, here's the story. I'm getting this. Where did I pull it? Healthcare Innovation, hcinnovationgroup.com. So title, Epic says it will apply to be a QHIN under TEFCA. And let me give you some of the excerpts. EHR giant Epic Systems has announced that when the Trusted Exchange Framework and Common Agreement, TEFCA, application process begins, it will apply to become one of the inaugural qualified health information networks, making up a national network of networks. From the beginning of the TEFCA process, it was never clear exactly how many QHINs the ONC for Health IT and the Sequoia Project envisioned, and whether EHR vendors such as Epic and Cerner would apply. Large national networks such as the Commonwealth Health Alliance and eHealth Exchange have expressed their intentions to apply to become QHINs. According to the ONC, a QHIN is a network of organizations working together to share data. QHINs will connect directly to each other to ensure interoperability between the networks they represent. Each QHIN represents a variety of networks and participants that they connect together serving a wide range of end users. Let's see, in 2008, Epic launched Care Everywhere, a platform to link users of its software nationwide. Today, providers use Care Everywhere to exchange more than 10 million patient charts composed of 24 million actionable standards-based documents every day. And Epic notes that half of those exchanges occur with organizations that use different interoperable systems. Nearly all of Epic's customers also choose to exchange data through Care Quality, a nationwide exchange framework that includes roughly 70% of U.S. hospitals. Epic says it collaborated with the ONC and the Sequoia Project and the broader healthcare community to build consensus around the principles and procedures of TEFCA. Our fundamental goal is to help all patients receive informed, personalized care, regardless of where they go to receive it, says Dave Furman, Senior Vice President of Interoperability at Epic. In a statement, our customers have led the way with large-scale interoperability through care quality, and we're happy to help with the next stage in the evolution of interoperability. In 2021, Healthcare Innovation, uh, they did an article. They talked about how, let's see, they talked about how Care Everywhere works, and it's the exchange of information and how great that is to see the tests that were run. Weathers noted that Care Everywhere allows medication, allergy, and immunization records from other health systems to be presented to the providers automatically in the chart and the providers can easily review them and do the med rec process. 
There's a sea change underway in terms of how providers think about importing data from other organizations. A few years ago, we would say, we want this data, but it's not our data, so we've got to keep it segregated and walled off. In the EHR, Weather said, people thought that was the safest thing to do because we don't know the quality of the data. We don't want to mix it with ours. We don't want to be responsible in the same way that we are for our own data. Now I would say we have evolved to where we say that unless that outside MRI is right next to our MRI, we where we go look in the EHR, people are going to miss it. Now everybody is shifting over and expecting to see these data points. All right, so, and they have a little bit more in this where they just talk about how we're making strides with regard to interoperability. All right, what's my so what on this? Fantastic. I mean, fantastic that we're sharing this data. It does not surprise me. I think from a competitive standpoint, there was a time where Epic would compete on the data, but given their uh, position in the market, I don't think they need to compete on the data. In fact, I think it benefits them greatly to have that data flowing freely throughout the healthcare systems. So I see Epic doing this. It'll be interesting to see if Oracle does this. We used to say Cerner. I guess we'll say Oracle now. It'll be interesting to see if Oracle steps up and does the same thing. It does, you know, the age old problem here is that they were worried that if they exchange this kind of data freely, that it would make moving off of their system a lot easier. I don't think it makes it any easier to move off a system if you're exchanging data in this way. I'm a little disappointed that it's taken this long to get here. I'm excited that we've, we've gotten here, but a little disappointed that it required the law, right? So it required 21st century cures to sort of push the issue forward. It required some carrots and sticks. It required creating this momentum around it. And I think the providers have gotten on board of saying, look, we need this data to move freely across the system. The, the next thing I would like to see quite frankly, and, and 21st Century Cures has the mechanism to make this happen. And that is uh, patient-centric interoperability. I'd like to see this data get all the way down to the patient. They can collect it from the various health systems easily and then utilize it however they want to utilize it. And I realize that's not what we're talking about here, but it is a step in the right direction towards that patient-centric interoperability where we truly empower the patient's health data. So we're getting closer. I can see the changes starting to happen. Don't get me wrong, this is a big announcement. I applaud Epic for making this, this move in this direction, regardless of what the competitive landscape or how long it took them. They're making the move and that is to be applauded. We will see what Oracle does. I'm not entirely sure where they'll go, but if it was still Cerner, I think they would absolutely go in this direction. As Oracle, I'm not sure yet. I, I'm not sure I have enough data points to predict which way they'll go. But I hope they join it as well. And I, I hope others fo follow suit and we see a significant uh, portion of the medical records flowing freely across all health systems through these various qualified health information networks. So that is all for today. If you know someone that might benefit from our channel, forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, 
you get the picture. And I want to thank you, uh, those of you who have forwarded a note along. Our numbers continue to rise on this channel, and I'm extremely excited about that. And it makes uh, our work that much more uh, gratifying that we are providing this kind of value to the industry. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. Gordian Dynamics, Quill Health, Taosite, Nuance, Canon Medical, and Current Health. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now. <laughs>